1: Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike with me, as always, is Scott, Joe behind the computers. It's Craftroot Sports, Guy. You ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? I'm sick of this dartboard. <laughs> you are on. The I am strong. done with the dartboard. In 2019. nine. You're the new Mike. Good you. The you. Lord. You are me. It's. It is a very weird shift in dynamics that we've had on the show. I'm undefeated, four and zero on the season, uh, and you. I tried to play it cool just on, on Sunday too, throwing. but I was
2: sitting there fuming.
1: Okay, when. <laughs> When that started, you were giving updates, and I'm just
0: like, Whoa.
1: when Dallas was only up like 10 7 at half, I was like, Are you kidding me?
2: Here we go. Well, no, even better or even worse was that you sent the message saying, Well, we're both about to have to throw, and I had been keeping an eye on it. And literally, when you sent that message, I see them punch it in, and I'm like, Nope, then he doesn't have to throw, but I still will. <laughs> cool. <laughs> this is cool. Well, we've got uh, good punishments on the Degenerate Darboard of
1: Doom this week, so be sure to stick around for Scott throwing at that. The only one throwing, because Joe Hooray! also won. <laughs> Joe, how you doing this week, buddy?
0: Good evening. <laughs>
1: Awesome show for you guys tonight. We're talking NCAA athletes getting paid. Uh, Mark Emmert said some dumb stuff this week. Mark Emmert said dumb stuff. I know. Weird, right? It's crazy. It's crazy. I would have never guessed that he did that, but he did. He said some stupid stuff. I suppose there's a first time for everything. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the bagel guy uh, about to get his (laughs) world rocked. The bagel guy. LSU fans being the drunkest of drunks and uh, a new partnership deal that everybody should be excited about. (laughs) I'm excited. I don't even like half of the partnership (laughs) at all. Uh, But we'll get into all of that here. We're doing something a little different this week. We'll go ahead and do the question of the week now uh, just to get people used to it. Uh, So normally we do a would you rather question. We've decided to switch it up. We're just going to ask you guys a question. We're just going to throw something out there to you. It'll relate to something we're talking about uh, in the show. So this week's question, Scott, why don't you let the people know what we're asking?
2: Uh, did we want to do the sponsorship part?
1: Just- yeah, no, 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 go ahead, do okay. that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure the way through. It I mean, told me. I the, was like, wait a minute, uh, the question. There's never been a question. Uh, sponsorship. There isn't the a question. sponsorship for the no, question. That's for, that's for the beer. Oh, that
2: might have been vampire. Anyway, question of the week, guys. Uh, w- with college football uh, seemingly moving closer each and every day towards paying their players, but the OWGs just fighting it tooth and nail. We wanna know, would it be a deal breaker for you guys if college athletes are getting paid? Would,
1: and would... and we should specify too, uh, above the board, like not under the table. Because right, yes. I think we all can agree that they're getting paid. Like it's there's some hundred dollar
2: handshakes. Going I feel on. like if you've watched college sports especially any time in the last thirty years and thought yeah, this is all on the up and up, and not a single one of these players is getting paid, and yeah, they're all amateurs, then you're Boo Boo the Fool.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay, that's a new one. I have never heard of Boo Boo the Fool before. Yeah. Where'd yeah. you pull that reference from?
2: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> not sure, but you're definitely, you're you're simpleton if you think that, because they definitely have been. But we're just thinking straight, you know. Like, if these laws go into effect,
1: and right. if it's like official, hey, these guys are allowed to get paid, does that ruin college athletics for you? Because I, I have heard people come in with the hot take of, Well, then it's not college athletes. Then it's it's just professional.
2: I haven't heard that um, recently, but I have heard that Big Shocker by OWGs who always were there. You know, if they ever go that route, then I'm not watching anymore because it's no longer, you know, amateur sports. And I watch it because it's amateur and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And I'm like. Yeah, but, I mean, it's still your team. Like, it, right. nothing actually is affected. Yeah, yeah I, the know, laundry like, doesn't change. Yeah, You're and still- nothing changed, Like, the game's the same, the rules. Like, everything exactly the same except for, you know, guys that are able to pay their bills. Right. <laughs> and that, that offends you? <laughs> well, it's a problem, Scott. Is what it is. Yeah. It's a problem
1: that these guys we just can't have. Are it. just gonna make money. And what are they gonna spend it on? Huh? Probably beer and uh, probably new cars. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're gonna spend their money on. Which is those like- thugs. <laughs> uh, loud beer chiming in, saying, "Pay them." Uh, and uh, yeah, that's. Kinda Did you I'm- buy
2: yourself a sandwich? Are you hungry? Get out. <laughs>
1: I will not stand We've gotta for We've got to keep this amateurish,
2: okay? <laughs> you are not a, you.
1: You go hungry, and that's it. You eat on that f- school food program. Uh, so go ahead and vote in that poll uh, that is available on our Facebook page. Uh, so go, go in and vote. And also, while you're there, share the show out. Uh, we showed you guys last week how important it is for you guys to share. You guys quadrupled the numbers from last week's show just by sharing <laughs> it out. So hit that share button, help us out, let your friends know that we are live. Yeah, and We're, uh, not we're just
2: BSing you. when we're begging you to. Take exactly.
1: Care. And shout out to everybody listening on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. If you guys have any hot takes regarding college athletes getting paid, hit us up on the Drunk Line. You can text in 44037 Drunk, uh, and we will take your hot takes and uh, decide whether or not they are hot or not. Uh, let's get into this beer that we are drinking this week because I am super excited for this one.
2: And the beer of the week brought to you by First Pour. Brought. Uh. Well, no, that's First Pour is the name of the segment. <laughs> uh, swing and a miss. <laughs> this is why I'm throwing at the board. <laughs> it's brought to you by dugout You're mugs. So bad. At We've this. got the hookup for you. No, I'm like I'm at it like a 60% clip with this. <laughs> this is just I'm off. Uh, anyway, uh, we got the hook up for you. Just Baseball stats. Go to, dugout m- <laughs> to dugoutmugs. Online slash craft for ten percent off your entire order. That's all you got to do. No, you need to use a code. Just use the link and the ten percent off will be added directly to your order. Baseball stats. Scott is. Hall of Fame level with this. I don't know, 60%. <laughs> that's pretty good. This week we are
1: drinking Cumulus Tropicalis IPA.
2: Mm. This is from
1: Cold Fire Brew Company in Eugene, Oregon. It is a. Suck ducks. There you go. Fair <laughs> enough. This is a 6.5% ABV brew. It is a cloudy New England style IPA. They emphasize that this is super cloudy. Uh, it's got peach, it's got passion fruit, it's got grapefruit flavors. caps on untapped it is one of those brews that is just like holy cow this is what you think of when you think of a new england ipa
2: it's good it's real good (laughs) there's
1: no waiting on the verdict for this this is (laughs) delicious i think it's funny too coming after last week and we i mean it was different the the long hots was a little different the discussion
2: uh, off the air was a lot different than lot different discussed. than what we did on the air exactly.
1: Uh, but uh, but this is one that as soon as you crack it, like the the smells from this beer are so good. Like you can totally smell all those tropical aromas, right. all those tropical flavors, uh, and then the taste is there. What they advertise, it's got the peach. Uh, you can get that passion fruit that we just found out about recently is the thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, we did
2: our research on passion fruit a couple
1: weeks right? ago. I remember that. Uh, and it's got that grapefruit flavor. Like, all of those yes. flavors that they say are there are there in this beer. Uh, and I, I'm loving it.
2: It is I'm loving it. Get some. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, this is... It, last week, we kind of beat around the bush. And, uh, you know, it, in case you didn't hear last week's episode, it just wasn't a beer that we enjoyed. <laughs> and it's been it's been rare on this show that it's yeah. across the board, we're all just like, that beer's not good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, you know, somebody, we always find redeeming qualities, or there's it just, there's no real way to spin it. It wasn't a good beer, and it's now on the dartboard as a punishment Yeah, is actually how bad it was. Actually, Yeah,
1: we've added that as a punishment. Uh, you have to drink one of the long hots during the show, and you oh. have to finish it. Because that was the other thing. That's one of the first times
2: that we finished a show and everybody had beer left. Well, and I thought I did finish it, and then realized I picked up the can. I was like, oh, no, there's still a third of this can left, and I don't want any of it. <laughs> first time I've poured out beer but, at the end of a show. Man
1: totally different feeling on this yeah, beer complete uh, 180 on this one right out the gate it's a, a beer that i'm going to love i am upset that i only have two of them joe what do you think about this beer it's good as always Solid. Joe. just great analysis on the beer uh this has been first pour brought to you by dugout mugs uh you, you can stick around and find out how it is but it, it's to last it's, it's gonna be real good <laughs> there's no way that this is ages poorly it's time for Upper Deck everybody and Upper Deck is brought to you by MinuteMan Tickets. Everybody football is back and there's only one spot you should be heading to get your college football or NFL tickets and that's MinuteMan Tickets. We love MinuteMan. They're Ohio guys, they're sports fans and they won't screw you over like other ticketing places. It's not just football either. They got it all. Baseball, hockey, theater, rib cook-offs. It doesn't matter. Hit them up minutemantickets.com or give them a call at 614-943-3000 and avoid all of the fees. At 614-943-3000. Tell them you heard about them right here
2: on Craft Brood Sports. So, I couldn't remember. Did we have this story when it was first announced? I remember us vaguely talking about it. Maybe it was in the group about how the old bagel guy was going to be in some type of celebrity boxing. I don't think we ever did
1: it on the show. Thing. I think yeah, it was one I of see, those we that, just like, discussed got, it. It got hit in the – went to the cutting room floor.
2: Yeah. Well, anyway. It was like,
1: oh, this is upper deck worthy. Now there's better stuff.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, if you guys remember not too long ago, the five-foot guy at the bagel place who lost his mind over uh, getting a uh, bagel in a timely fashion. Uh, And women. He was, like, furious at women. Yeah. Like, it was the weirdest rant ever. And he, you know, was being recorded and just kept going. Got, you know, doubled down on it. Didn't stop. He was just total angry man syndrome. Anyway... Uh, he was booked for a celebrity boxing uh, tournament because that's that's how, that's what happens these days when you go viral, you become a celebrity, and they <laughs> want to put you in things like this. Uh, there were no lack of people that wanted to fight this guy, if I remember the story correctly. There were multiple celebrity, like actual celebrities. That are like, oh yeah totally want to get in the ring with
1: that guy. Now that I think about this, I think we did originally do this story because he was training at like an MMA right. gym. Right, that's what so I was like, I couldn't did, remember yeah. if we
2: talked about it on the show or not, but it, it sounded like really familiar, like this might be an update. Well, anyway, the the tournament was supposed to happen this weekend, and he was supposed to fight Lenny Dykstra. But if you know anything about <laughs> Lenny Dykstra, you know that he's got all sorts of legal problems, so for once, Lenny made the right decision to uh, pull out of this one so we can focus on uh, a current... Legal battle that he's going through <laughs> in the courts. Uh, so to fill in for Mister Dykstra, they got Dustin Diamond. That's right. Of course, Screech is going <laughs> to be the one that fights Mister Bagel Guy. Uh, Bagel Guy is actually named Chris Morgan, and uh, like I mentioned, he's. Listed I feel at like th- we shouldn't use his real name. But he yeah. should only be Bagel Guy forever. Yeah, Bagel Guy. Uh, he's listed at five foot, and Screech is six foot. <laughs> so, this is going to be an interesting tale of the tape. Uh, Screech obviously has the reach. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but he's also,
1: uh, I feel like guy has got the,
2: the anger, although Screech did stab somebody, so yeah. he's got some well, kind of pen up rage, this too. also isn't Screech's first time fighting. He uh, won a fight against Ron Polillo. Uh He was in Welcome Back, Cotter, and this fight was back in 2002, so he's done this before. So <laughs> I feel that. like the advantage of uh, having been in a boxing match before and the fact that he's got the reach by quite a bit... <laughs>
1: Uh, that's what Josh chiming in on the Facebook Live saying "Screech with the reach." <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is a no-brainer. I think Bagel <laughs> Guy's gonna get what's coming to him, but you know, we never know. Didn't Screech also do porn too? Uh, yeah, supposedly he did
1: do porn. Yeah. Uh, although there are rumors that it was just a, a stunt wiener, like it wasn't really his wiener. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like his face, and then it cut to
2: <laughs> cut to a different wiener. Yeah, it was <laughs> <laughs> bringing the wiener double
1: from orgasmo
2: don't they do that in <laughs> yeah <orgasmo? laughs> really weird but I- i'm gonna take screech on this one i i feel like i'll be throwing at the board though next week somehow too you yep, have to throw probably twice, yeah, yeah, yeah when bagel guy wins in and in a ko in the first round they were
1: advertising this on fight tv like this were was, they yes. really so like fight tv is like hey come check out these ufc uh matches and bare knuckle boxing and bagel guy fighting lenny dykstra twenty dollars
2: pay-per-view <laughs> wow so of course they're trying to pe- take people's money for it, but yeah, well you got to, yeah, yeah
1: no doubt. Uh, bagel guy's not doing this for free, homie.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm still <laughs> interested to see how this goes down. I will be, I, and it's not like I'm gonna uh, like watch. Watch it, but I definitely want to see the results. I won't
1: pay for it, but if I can find a free stream somewhere, man, I'll probably watch Reddit it. Reddit probably has us. Yeah, exactly. Reddit will hook us up. <laughs> All right, so this past weekend, everybody, LSU traveled to Nashville to play Vanderbilt in one of those huge SEC Battle of the Titans, Vandy. <laughs> Just, you know, those epic
2: SEC classic programs like Vanderbilt. The matches that we hear that... You know, nobody else can compete with across the country because it's SEC, baby. Right, SEC. Uh, Apparently, LSU travels well. Uh, I've heard that. They made
1: the trip to Nashville. It was, the stadium was basically, if you saw pictures on Twitter beforehand, the stadium was basically purple. There were so many LSU fans, (laughs) which is hilarious to me that Vanderbilt fans were just like, yeah, I'll sell my tickets to you. I don't care. We're going to get stomped, (laughs) so go for it, whatever. Uh, So it was mostly purple, tons of LSU fans in the crowd, and they were super rowdy. Uh, and probably the reason why they were rowdy is because they started the party pretty early in the morning Uh, it was an 1105 central time kickoff in that game Uh, it was reported that one bar that opened early for the game they opened at like eight o'clock 40 minutes later after opening they had sold out a vodka to LSU fans, <laughs>
2: this is this is not the Texas game where they were only <laughs> no. allowed some nosebleed No, seats. this was you guys <laughs> just come to in, town. It,
1: it's Smashville. Come on in, do what you do. This is all good. <laughs> we don't care. We're gonna lose anyways. Go. Thanks for the patronage. Might as well be drunk, <laughs> right? You drank a bar out of vodka by 9 a.m., bro. That is impressive. Either bro. somebody seriously underestimated their their order for the week, or LSU fans are crazy. Sarah and says
2: it was also beer fest in Nashville on Saturday. Oh my god. So on top
1: of it being Beer Fest, they drank well, all this vodka. And it was Beer Fest in the stadium, because not only did they drink that bar out of their vodka, LSU fans drank the stadium out of beer. They sold out of beer at <laughs> Vanderbilt Stadium. It got so bad, they said lines were so long that when the beer delivery guy came to like bring the beer to like restock, mm-hmm. he got like a, a round of applause from the people waiting in line because they were like,
0: All right, here he is. Let's get hammered. Good
1: Dude, God. Dude, I want to party with LSU fans. That, yeah, seriously. And then I didn't realize it was Beer Fest too, so then they leave the game and they go to Beer Fest? To how celebrate do, the dub. How is this story not... Tons of LSU fans die of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> like, that's that should have been what the headline of this one was. Jeez, <laughs> The debauchery. I can't imagine drinking a bar out of vodka by 9 a.m. What time did the
2: bar open? Eight. For, they opened eight? up at eight. Forty <laughs> minutes <took> later.
1: <laughs> Forty minutes later, they were sold out of
2: vodka. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had to underestimate. There's no way. I mean, that's so much vodka in 40 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> They're you like, just, we've got two bottles. We should be good this right this weekend, right? You know, they went into like all the flavored vodkas too. They
1: were like, we got this uh, chocolate cake vodka. You guys <laughs> want some of this? Yeah, we'll take I was it. Whatever. Say. Is it
2: alcohol? <laughs> we're in.
1: <laughs> we're here to get schmammered. <laughs> good God, man! Uh, Loudbeard picked me up. He said, "Finally, an orgasmo reference. My life is complete."
2: <laughs> oh, good times! Hats off to LSU fans. That's good. That's, I, that's, that's I'm. Imp- good stuff. I, I'm
1: not even mad. I'm impressed. That's fantastic. That's the type of fan base I want to be associated with. The fan base that can drink a bar out of vodka by 9 a.m. And then drink a stadium out of beer. I was
2: going to say, I was like, I want to be associated with them. They could drink (laughs) a a bar out of vodka just in a day.
1: (laughs) Didn't the SEC just start allowing beer in stadiums too?
2: Well, I was (laughs) going to wonder that. Like, That's a brand new thing, I think, this year. I thought that, that that had gotten pulled out of so many stadiums. I'm like, wait a minute, Vandy still sells beer? No, they started, I think
1: this year they started bringing it back in, and the SEC was one that were like, okay, you can start buying beer
2: in stadiums again. Hmm. Well, from one conference to the next, the Big 12 has an official hard seltzer. (laughs) And uh, for the second time in, I think, three or four weeks, we were talking about Natty Light hard seltzer. They have signed a deal with the Big 12 to become the official hard seltzer of the Big 12. I I didn't know that um, uh, conferences needed an official hard seltzer, but... The Big 12 has one now. I love the random
1: sponsorships that like teams and programs get when it's uh, like the the Reds have the official sausage of the Cincinnati oh, yeah, Reds. yeah, <laughs> I do.
2: I I laugh at those every time. They're always ridiculous.
0: <laughs> Can't wait for the White Claw Bowl in uh <laughs> LA or on the beach somewhere.
1: It, you can't do that. Natty Light's the sponsor. It,
2: you can't white-claw. Just Claw. the Big 12, right? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, that's just Big 12. So if it was well, a bowl that's game, true. I was going to say, white-claw could one-up him and do a bowl game. And then- It the, goes
0: between the two biggest party schools in <laughs> uh, in the NCAA. <laughs>
2: Apparently LSU is involved in this somehow. Arizona
0: State
1: plays in it every year. <laughs> it, Arizona you know State that, versus Ohio U every single year.
2: Yeah. Well, you know how it's like, oh, uh, well, the Rose Bowl always has to have a big 12 te- or a uh, Pac-12 team. Yeah. This will be, well, Arizona State has to play in this bowl every year. In the, it doesn't matter who they play against. In the White Claw Bro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, Natty getting in on sponsoring the entire Big 12 conference. So, I, I mean, I guess this
1: just means they're going to sell the the Natty Hard Seltzers at the stadiums, I guess. I guess. Like,
2: uh, I mean. When you're watching no defense, get you a Natty Hard Seltzer.
0: And no other Hard seltzer. <laughs> yeah, there will be no yeah, White Claws. No White Claws, right. no vibes, no whatever else. Huh.
2: I'm more interested. I, have, I really haven't. So this whole thing blew up this year, and obviously I went to the Bengals game last week and I wasn't thinking to pay attention. I haven't been to, you know, I went to a few Reds games. And again, I, I can't recall, but I'm like, how many sporting venues have integrated the Seltzers in there? Because – I know the Reds didn't have it, you know, prominently displayed anywhere if they did have it. Oh, I think it's there now. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: They do because Braxton makes one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Braxton right. Labs down here makes a hard seltzer. Gotcha, because so I go there.
2: whenever I go to those Reds games, I tend to go to the just the the little stands that have, you know, where you can get all the different ones rather than waiting for somebody to come around. Right. And when I'm looking through I I can't just recall in my memory any of the seltzers sitting there, so Wow. They've yeah. infiltrated the stadiums Dude, too. Dude, it's it, I thought for
1: sure this summer it was going to end. Like once the summer ended, it yeah, was going to end. Yeah. And it is there is no signs of seltzer. i was just going to say hearing
2: this partnership sign just today makes me think that this is this isn't just going to go away. Like we're not going to flip the calendar and be like, "Hey, remember that Hard seltzer craze? That was right. wild." That's weird. Like no, we're going to be is, it's going to roll on yeah. to next year. Good lord. Like this might be here to stay. <laughs> How weird is that? It's just Zima. So <laughs> They've just re-packaged Zima with flavors, and they're like, hey, guys. And we're like, it doesn't have a weird name. We're in. But it's literally there Zima. There was a comedian that made a funny video about it. This is great. Like two Two decades ago, it was a joke. <laughs> now it's all
1: the craze. Remember when Zima tried to come back recently too and everybody was like, Get out of here, Zima. <laughs>
2: right. And it now wasn't they're even like, welcomed back. Yeah,
1: they're like, Zima, you're stupid. Now this white claw stuff. Ooh. Real. This is me, this is the stuff. Give me that. <laughs> Gosh. All right. Let's the last story of Upper Deck here. Uh there's some things, ladies and gentlemen, that just go together. Uh, me and you me and you uh frat boys and white claw (laughs) peanut butter and jelly yeah spaghetti and meatballs binge drinking and terrible food that just it's hand in hand uh and there is one brewery that decided to take that partnership a little too literally wirebacker brewing decided to uh kick it up a notch by partnering with one of the premier drunk food places in america And pretty soon, at White Castle locations, you will be able to have (laughs) White Castle beer brewed by Weyerbacher Brewing, (laughs) which Weyerbacher (laughs) Weyerbacher makes... Uh, a really good pumpkin ale. It was like one of our favorite pumpkins that we've had was from Weyerbacher.
2: When you sent that, my first thought was, I know that brewery and I'm pretty sure they made a pumpkin ale. I don't know that I've had anything else from them. And apparently not many people have because they went bankrupt
1: recently. <laughs> right. And then that was part of the story was, oh yeah, by the way, they went bankrupt, but this saved them. <laughs> yeah. they, they uh, As part of their restructuring, they announced this partnership with White Castle where they're going to make this Kolsch beer that's going to be available in White Castle locations. So now you can go to White Castle and... And get drunk and then eat the crappy food rather than getting drunk and, <laughs> and then, then going to White Castle. It's fantastic. How? One stop shop, baby. How is Taco Bell not beat them to the punch by like I think years? somebody did a Taco Bell beer, but really? it was only available
2: in New York at the Taco, uh, at Bell some Taco Bells
0: like they yeah at the Taco Bell Cantina you can get margaritas
2: of a little bit of a I bit i a I'm like, Taco Bell is the official but I, drunk I food. I a there so. was
1: a, like a Taco a that uh-huh. hit – branded a that hit. It was only the Taco Bell Cantinas Like three Taco Bell Cantinas in New York City uh, And they you know tested it out to see if it was any If it was worth it And people probably they, didn't, didn't respond know. as well uh, You ever been You
2: ever been to one of those cantinas?
1: Yeah dude there's one downtown I've been to one in Chicago It's, it's the it's jam It is nice I love it I walk in You know what the worst part is I walk in at lunch at work And I'm like Hmm I could have a beer with this Cheesy burrito <laughs> Crunch <laughs> It's Tuesday Man screw it I'm gonna get a beer with this one <laughs>
2: Yeah, I was at one in Chicago, and I I was blown away at how nice it was. It's like, is this, like, is it really going to be Taco Bell that comes out of here? I know it says Taco Bell everywhere. Whoa, Joe just
1: pulled up boozy drinks you can get at Taco Bell Cantina, and the number one drink is a Mountain Dew Baja Blast with Top Shelf Vodka. Well, LSU. Shut it down. LSU
2: fans would end that by
0: noon.
1: (laughs) You get the Baja Blast with, with tequila. Ooh. Um just basically Baja Blast with booze in it is what
2: you can get <laughs> I'm surprised there's not more of the like hey the Mountain Dew the the crazy one that they have exclusive at uh, Taco Bell which one is the it? Baja which Blast one? is that yeah, the Baja yeah, yeah. Blast yeah. okay yeah I'm surprised they don't have just, <laughs> just the straight like not the frozen version oh, but right, just right. having the straight you know pop version <laughs> yeah. here you go uh, I just want to
1: know if this White Castle beer is going to give you the runs too is that just the food or is the beer going to also give you the runs that's a good question this has been Upper Deck, brought to you, as always, by Minute Man awful. Tickets. I hate White Castle <laughs> so much. It's really rough. My
2: wife loves White Castle. Oh, it's, it's so disgusting, weird. man. Uh, it's if I'd have known so that, I don't know if I would have sealed the deal.
1: <laughs> it's like, White Castle? What? <laughs> what if you find out, like, on the altar? Like <laughs> that was, You're like, mm, I gotta go. <laughs> All right, I'm going to head out. just going to say, I'm going to head out. (laughs) Uh, All right, well, let's give a a quick shout-out to everybody who has shared the show so far. Jessica, uh, thank you for sharing this out. Sarah, sharing out the show. You guys are the best. Loudbeard, hitting us up with the share. Tank, our boy Tank, sharing the show out. The best sports show on Facebook, he said. Thank you, Tank. Uh, And, of course, top fan Robert Taylor sharing it out. Uh, If you guys could do us a favor, hit that share button. Get us out there. uh, Let your friends see this wonderful train wreck of a show as we start to get a little drunker get um, more faces on our faces <laughs> <laughs> i want to get into this discussion uh but first i guess we should do degenerate dartboard of doom right uh, do we really have to yes, I feel like we could. could. let's skip it we'll week. get we'll get let's into the we'll get into the week. talk about I'm athletes good. getting paid but nah, we're I'm gonna good. get into degenerate dartboard of doom because
2: i am for And Uh, hell has frozen over. It
1: is the craziest feeling right now to be 4-0. Uh, I won this week by picking the Cowboys to cover against the Dolphins, which I got super excited about as soon as I saw Dolphins and then realized it was a a 21.5-point spread and got really nervous. (laughs) I actually was voted the most likely to have to throw. You were. Yes, people uh, on Twitter. I thought for
2: sure. I I guaranteed in my mind that it was going to be a 21-point victory. And it looked like it was
1: going to be a 21-point victory at one point. uh, As it was getting down towards the end, I was like, I'm screwed. They're going to win this by 21. Uh, As a matter of fact, I even messaged you and said, Cowboys are going to kick a field goal and win by 21. And then they thank God they scored. Uh, Joe won by picking Florida to beat Tennessee and covering by nine. (laughs) Which uh, you also would have missed that one because you were on board with Tennessee. I I am awful. You lost all three of these.
2: I could have picked any of these three games. Maybe that's the new game we should play. Hey, Scott, pick one of these three games. You Jesus, know what I do want to do?
1: I do want, uh, for that Twitter poll that we put out, I want to put, like, a shot bet against it. So if the person that the most people vote on as the most likely to throw, if they throw, that person has to do a shot. But if they are safe, the other two have to do a shot.
2: No, I don't like that so far. <laughs> Both of you are like, no. <laughs> nah, I just, I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling froggy because I'm 4-0. You know why? Because mine always seems solid. And every time they're not.
1: But it's only if it would be like me this week. I was the only one on the chopping block. So you guys would have to do a shot because I was... Right, I was, that's what I'm saying. No, I don't want to do that. Fair enough. You also lost by saying the Bills would cover minus six against the Bengals, uh, but they did not with a four-point win.
2: <laughs> Stupid Bills. God.
1: <laughs> couldn't just score a touchdown. They did. No, that was the problem. They they scored that touchdown, What you...
2: Well, I guess they they couldn't stop the Bengals from there getting There you manager. go. A field that's goal. The, yep, yeah. that's
1: the problem on this one. So let's go ahead and just have you throw, man. Let's just, why don't you just fire up? We don't want to pick up. let's go ahead and throw. No, let's throw cool. first. Uh, let's All talk right. about hey. these. Let's talk about these punishments that are on the board this week. So it's the same thing from last week. We got the ping pong punishment in the upper right hand corner, where Joe and I get to blast ping pong balls at you and leave some welts. the uh, The jar of salsa is still on there in the bottom middle. Rot gut, where you have to drink some uh, rot gut booze. I'm sorry. So don't worry,
2: about it. I just.
1: Oh that's good That's classy Classy (laughs) joint here Guitar hero in the upper left hand corner Where you have to sit there And uh, play guitar The new one on the board this week Is the A.C. Slater Uh, For those of you that have seen Our video of the lawyers uh, That are suing the NFL You have to wear that wig And a wrestling singlet Through the whole show That's the A.C. Slater Uh, That is in the same spot Where you hit last week So I'm fully expecting him To hit that one all over again (laughs) Also, keep in mind, if Scott throws so and misses the, the board... The long no, Longhots hots is not on there this week. Okay, cool. uh, one, if it. you throw uh, and you miss the board, you do have to do a shot of fireball and then throw again. That's Them's the rules. So whenever you're ready, Scott, go ahead and fire away at the board. <laughs> I like how you keep checking to see where things are. Because like,
2: <laughs> it's always, no guitar hero. <laughs> <laughs> like, must not hit guitar hero, whatever I do. Here I go, aiming for the middle. Son of a...
1: You, uh, yeah, you got the bottom You did hit, you don't, you don't have to do it Uh, that is jar of salsa
2: Oh dear god
1: So Scott has to eat an entire jar of salsa On the show Just a spoon and a jar
2: (laughs) I've had to eat Such ridiculous things on this
1: I will tell you I had the jar of queso, it wasn't as bad so the jar of salsa might not be that bad, and again, we'll go like mild for you. It won't be anything crazy. Well, I'm
2: buying it, so yeah, I'll go mild for. <laughs> it, I'm not gonna do anything that's gonna. Make I want it worse. chunky
1: salsa though. I don't want. Like, oh no no no! It's gotta be soup oh, no, salsa. No, 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 no. It's gotta be chunky salsa.
2: If I'm gonna do it, I want chunky salsa. I enjoy chunky salsa. I've just never eaten it without chips. Oh, just a spoon, man. It's just tomato. You're just having a
1: lot of tomatoes and cilantro. That's all. It's not that bad. And onions. Oh, that's going to be rough.
2: going to really The more you describe it, the worse it sounds. You should
1: probably do that and your beerless on the same night because you don't want to mix beer and, and the and salsa. salsa. So that's going to be really oh. gross. Uh, let me lead off the picks this week since I am <clears throat> undefeated. 4 0. Hold on uh, a second. Uh, the, the show reigning champ.
2: Mixed in. So we're kind of trying to stay in.
1: Yeah. Uh, we got some good matchups this week. On uh, in, in the, the college world, there's only one ranked Ranked versus ranked game. That's it's in Notre there. Dame, Virginia. That's That's there. the only ranked game. Uh, I have... First pick is the Raiders getting six and a half points against the Colts. Mmm... <laughs> I really want to take this one Jacoby Brissett's Twitter handle really scares me though I'm afraid <laughs> He's been balling out Like everybody thought there was going to be a, a Colts fall Colts have been playing off.
2: well in general
1: uh, Everybody thought there was going to be a fall off with Luck retiring But Jacoby Brissett has really been doing well Plus the Raiders are the Raiders <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the key here And it's only a touchdown um, whoo, You know what, I'm going to keep this one I'm going to go with the Colts I'm going to mm. take the Colts in that
2: game. That's the first one of us who's stuck with the first one they've yeah. picked. Yeah, I almost <laughs> threw that one back
1: just to uh, just to keep with it. But I was like, nah, we'll go ahead and keep this one. So I'm going to take the Colts minus 6.5 against the Raiders this week. Joe, firing up his pick. Hope he got the Browns and Ravens. <laughs> I'll throw that back. That's not <laughs> fair.
0: Uh, for my pick that I'm going to be keeping. Oh, no! got an, the Dolphins. It's an even game.
1: Oh, it's not the Dolphins. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: Cowboys versus Saints. Um, I'm going to be taking the Cowboys.
1: Wow, going Cowboys over the Saints straight up. Okay, where's that game at? Is that in Dallas?
2: No, it's in New Orleans. Ooh, even crazier pick there, Joe. Okay, that's, that, that's why when I saw it was even, I was like, I don't want that one. I don't yeah, want to touch that one. That, that's it's just tricky. But Joe was so confident about that too. He didn't, he didn't even didn't, hesitate. Like, what do you know that we don't know, Joe?
1: <laughs> what's what's your?
0: I'm reason? a guru. <laughs>
1: I really want to know what your reasoning is on this one, Scott. Uh, with your first pick, that it looks like you're going to be throwing back.
2: I don't know because I, I got Bengals Steelers, and I somebody's <laughs> O has got to go. <laughs> I said uh, on Flying again that uh, I, I'm picking the Bengals to win this one by six, and they're getting four points. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to take the Bengals. Bengals getting four. Yep. All right. Fantastic. Everybody getting their
1: first, taking the first pick uh
2: scotty's right yeah uh washington and usc is a ranked versus ranked and that was also in the uh, i forgot usc is ranked again yeah they're 21 now yep uh thank
1: you usc for bolstering notre dame's future schedule
2: (laughs) (laughs) need that one (laughs) really need that one wait a minute so not only did we buck the trend with you taking the first one you took we all kept the first one we took okay cool
1: You're all a bunch of followers is what that is. Just to recap our picks for
2: this week. I'm just trying to win a game. (laughs) I'm just trying not to have to throw one week, for God's sakes. (laughs) Recapping our picks
1: for this week. I've got the Colts minus 6.5 over the Raiders. Scott's going with the Bengals plus 4 against the Stellars. And then Joe taking the Cowboys over the Saints in New Orleans. Straight up. Gutsy pick. Uh, Very gutsy pick on that one, Joe. Uh, And as always, everybody... Degenerate Dartboard of Doom brought to you by my Bookie. Use the promo code 12Ounce Sports and get a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. Be sure to tune into all of the gambling shows here on 12 Ounce. Listen to my picks during this segment. Put that knowledge to practice on <laughs> my bookie. Make sure you use the promo code 12 Ounce Sports. That's one, 2 OZ Sports. Get that bonus. You can find their banners and links on every single page of the station's website at www12 sports radio. Dot com. I'm going to let you have your moment in the sun, because for two years...
2: It's going to come crashing oh, no, down. We know now. how this is going to go.
1: Yeah, I will never win a game again the rest of this year. I'm about to go 0 for 12 the remainder of the season. <laughs> it, uh, that's why I'm letting you have it. I'm like, Thank you know you. what, you've earned it. I did I
2: did earn <laughs> I put in some time you and You spent two years just <laughs> whittling away with bad picks. <laughs> it is my turn to suffer your fate. <laughs>
1: I want to talk about college kids getting paid. That's Ah, what I want to talk about. I was so disappointed as we got off the air last week that there was a story that broke last week of a New York lawmaker introducing a bill that said, basically copying the California law that that they passed in their assembly that said that athletes can make money off of their own likeness and off of their own image. This New York bill, though, went a step further and said that College athletes are also entitled to 15% of the revenue. I like that. So basically at the end of the year, and but it, it also specified ticket sales, which was interesting to me because In there's so part. much more revenue that the, the athletic department gets, whether it's jersey sales mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, so it's And maybe they just figure you can't really, if you look at the bookstore, you can't necessarily tell, well, these were jersey sales or regular school shirt sales. So yeah. rather than make it too confusing, it's just... Ticket revenue, uh, and they they have to split that. All athletes get fifteen percent uh, or fifteen uh, percent split. Um, so basically, that gets split out among all athletes. It's not going to be very much when you figure right. every athlete at a school. Uh, but that's the New York law that that went or that is going to be introduced once they get back into their their assembly. South Carolina also introduced a law. That uh, that will be coming in 2020. That would allow kids to make money off their likeness, but it will also require schools to pay athletes five thousand dollars a year, like just a stipend. Here's five k. That and that's all athletes. Plus, you can make all athletes. Mm -hmm. Uh, So even the the girls' golf team is getting five k a year. Good. All of these states are finally you know, starting, to, and we said it when, when it happened with California, that was going to be the domino that could right. kind of uh, push these things along. And I was so glad that Mark Emmert came out this week and said some dumb stuff that allowed us to bring this conversation <laughs> right back. Because I was like, we missed it. We missed the New Year. It's old news now. Uh, but Mark Emmert came out and said that this is an existential crisis Facing college athletics right now. Way to be dramatic. He also said this is the worst thing to happen to college athletics in the 10 years that he's been president. Uh, maybe he forgets all the sexual assault allegations that he did not uh, investigate. There were like <laughs> 37 of them that were found that he just brushed under the rug and didn't investigate. Uh, but this this is the problem. Paying these kids is the, the main problem. Uh, so the, the question then becomes... Are we about to take that jump? Is is are college athletes about to become paid? Yep. Do you think these laws hold up, or do you think they they end up getting shot down, or just some states
2: don't implement them? Or, I mean, I, when you're talking about a state per state basis, I, I don't think the individual states are going to deny it. it will, I don't know, know that it'll necessarily be widespread. It'll kind of be like the the marijuana laws, where each individual state decides what just they want to falling. do. Yeah. And as to say, and like each state, the next states will be pressured more and more. I mean, because if you think about it, s- schools are going to start using that as recruiting tools if they've Absolutely. got it. If they've got it in their state, it's like, hey, come to my school, come to our school. You get paid in the state.
1: Think about that. You those USC boosters who are sitting in LA that have right. like some multi million dollar company that are just like, hey, you're the starting QB. 500K, come record a radio spot for me real quick. And yeah. that's it. <laughs> I mean, there's absolutely
2: no way that like other states won't follow suit. But I do think it will be you know, a state-based right. basis. I don't think the, the federal government will step in in any way and mandate it across the board. And then
0: once all the states have it, then it comes down to who has less taxes. So they all go to Florida again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's
1: true. Florida and
0: Texas. Florida no, State. No state, state
1: Florida State. This is how they finally come back to prominence. <laughs> Willie Taggart's like, we'll keep you hydrated. And you ain't gotta pay taxes.
2: It's also why our boy Lane ain't leaving anytime soon. He's like, I'm down here at FAU. I'm, a, I'm gonna get some of this. I'm gonna get someone to fall out somehow. So Scott uh, chimed in earlier in the show and said,
1: "Here's the question: If they get approved to pay the kids, are there tiers, or is everyone paid the same? If the same, what does it change? There still be guys getting paid under the table, and that's a fair point. And that's why I think this idea that dudes can, and I should say, ladies, any college athlete can make money off their own likeness is where it's. That's the catch here. Mm-hmm. The schools don't have to pay anything. Right. The NCAA doesn't have to pay anything. This is all just kids being able to say, hey, uh, sign me to a deal. Let me let me endorse your,
2: your stuff and pay me for that. Which is just like any type of you know endorsement in the free market. I mean, right. it, companies are only going to be marketable athletes. So if you happen to be a marketable athlete for whatever product it is and whatever sport it may be, why can't you make that money off of that? I mean, right. again, it's not coming from the schools, it's not coming from the NCAA, I, you know. It all goes back to uh what's that kid's name from Colorado that was in the Olympics and was a wide receiver at Colorado, but he he had that whole mix-up. Oh, I can't remember I his name. About, yeah, 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 but that whole thing was, you know, one of the beginning rumblings of this this p- particular angle of the sponsorship deals where it's like, well, he's you know, a wide receiver, but he's in the Olympics, you know, snowboarding or whatever right, it was right, that right. he was doing. So it's like those are two different sports. Like why couldn't he make money off of his likeness? And it was a big to-do. But I'm like I never saw the problem with it, but yet you had all sorts of people who said, no, 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 he can't make money off of that because then he's no, no longer an amateur. Well, now, you know, you're moving the goalposts when you're talking about the entire argument because it's like, is it just for the sport they're in? Is it for anything that they do? I mean, where do you draw the line where you say, "Well, they can get paid for this, but they can't get paid for that"? Or, right. I don't want them to get paid at all, you know. Versus, you know, being able to just do something and you know get paid off of your likeness. I, I don't, I don't understand why that's such a problem, you know, for people to accept. So. Right. I, I mean, I think about like that,
1: that site cameo. Like, why can't a dude be able to go on cameo and be like, hey? It's Heisman hopeful. Right. Justin Fields, like, I'll uh, send you a message. Right. Pay me $100, and I'll record this video and send it to you. Uh, Kevin chimed in on the poll uh, on our our Facebook page and said, I think they should be treated as influencers. If Joe Running Back wants to post on Instagram that he loves Bobby's Cheesecakes, uh, excuse me, Bobby's Cheese Steaks, and Bobby's Cheese Steaks wants to pay him for it, I support it. And I think that's
2: what this comes down to. Yeah. Also, uh, Jeremy Bloom. There it is. Thank you, Scott. (laughs) Scott always comes through in the clutch, man. Yeah, he's always got those (laughs) trivia question (laughs) answers
1: ready to go. Uh, Sarah says that her dad just heard Maurice Claret talk about this very subject, Uh, granted he at the time of his athletic career was the exact person you would never take advice from but discussed that there are a good number of college athletes who are from poor circumstances who get scholarships to play but the school accepted them on an act score of 12 and then signed them up for classes like basket weaving so they're not getting a college education so they might as well get paid and get something out of it and that's what i think people fail to mention Uh, This is a a fantastic – I never thought I'd say this sentence before in my life, but Maurice Claret makes perfect sense on this one. These kids are coming out. Everybody says, well, you're getting a college education. You're getting a college education. That's your payment. Well, most of these guys are taking garbage classes anyways. They're
2: just getting pushed through the system to stay – just as long as you stay eligible for Saturday. That's all we care about. Well, and that's why I've never subscribed to they're getting a college education because – Now more than ever, you've got a lot of guys that never even graduate because, you know, the football players leaving, it's juniors, and basketball, they're leaving early. You know, other sports, there may be more guys, you know, players that finish out or whatever. But we're looking at this from basketball and football perspective, let's be honest. Right. right. And so when you look at it, they're they're either not getting a college degree because they don't finish. Or if they do get a college degree, it's in something that's so farcical and they don't actually have any skills to fall back on to where it's like, well, this was just a useless piece of paper anyway. So it's not really, yeah, they got a degree, but how much does it
1: benefit them? I think this all comes down to these – we are all allowed to make money off these kids. I can go to my bookie right now using the code 12 ounce sports and get a 100% <laughs> deposit bonus and bet on – out- bet on games this weekend and I can win because I'm 4 and 0 this year and I win money based on the performance of these kids but these kids can't make money off of their own name and I think that's insane.
2: Well, and that's what's always, you know, bothered me is every if how can everybody else except for the athletes make money off the athletes? How does it, <laughs> right. like in what world does that make sense? <laughs> their talent is out there winning games and you know bringing in money for everybody and they're not allowed to make a dime but everybody else around them can profit
0: so the other thing people were talking about is well what if the school doesn't pay them and they can just be treated like uh just people where they can go out and do things i mean is that more of the likely scenario probably where the school doesn't end up paying them they can just come and get sponsorships by hey we're a nike school if you want to be part of nike nike says hey go to this school i mean is that is that going to be more of the way we're out or is it going to be We pay you from the school.
1: Well, I think, yeah, and I I think the the best case scenario for everybody involved is these guys just go out and get their own endorsement deals. So you can hire an agent. The agent can negotiate something for you uh, and and get something in place. But you bring up an interesting point, and that's where it could get really tricky. Like, let's say Adidas comes up to a kid and says, hey, we want to endorse you, but he's going to Oregon. Does that change his commitment? Does he then go to an Adidas school because he wants to sign with Adidas? Does that change the direction of where he goes? Or if he's already at Oregon and becomes this Heisman hopeful and then Adidas approaches him and says, hey, we want to sponsor you, how does that conflict of interest work between the school sponsorship and the kids sponsorship? Because Technically, from the school's perspective, he's only supposed to be wearing Oregon gear, right? He's not supposed to be wearing anything else. Under Armour. Uh,
0: right. Oregon's Under Armour, so he would have to wear... No, armor, right? Oregon's, Oregon's Nike. Nike. Oh, Nike. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I they that? So he's always wearing Oregon gear, but he's signed with Adidas, well, they- so is that going to cause an issue? You know what I mean? Wouldn't it
2: be the same as it is like in the NFL where it's like they have a Nike deal for everything, but guys are free to sign with Under Armour and have like Under Armour cleats and all that stuff. But Nike's still the official apparel company of the NFL. There
1: are rules where like in terms of NCAA uniforms, you can't have your own cleats. It's the team's cleats. It's it's Nike cleats, Nike gloves. Whatever the 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 school sponsorship is. And then outside of that the school wants you to just rep your, they just want you in that hoodie and sweatpants mm-hmm. that are from the school. So this kid's always wearing Nike gear. But meanwhile, Adidas is like, Hey, sign with us. And what's this kid supposed to do? Uh, you know, that's where it becomes interesting.
2: Hmm. I mean, then that's a decision. I mean, that's a I business would, decision. I would love to make.
1: see a kid like change his commitment based on a sponsorship deal. That he gets. That's well, I mean like, I mean, that's a decision. That's,
0: yeah. That would be up to his, you know, lawyers and all that kind of stuff. But then in, it also brings into the biggest thing that is happening, and um is possibly even happening now with the transfer portal you know you had five yep. people from Tennessee five. uh the past you know two days quit from Tennessee, and then you have the <laughs> Houston quarterback <laughs> going red shirting, so that I mean going what you gonna, my mind so this whole transfer portal and payment is just lining up
1: it really is uh that Houston quarterback blew my mind this week Uh, because it wasn't just the quarterback didn't one of their wide receivers also redshirt this year as well so basically two of their best players on the offense redshirted and the writing was on the wall that it was like oh great here comes Derek King is going to leave Houston. He's going to go to Oklahoma, and Lincoln Riley's going to have another Heisman Trophy candidate next year <laughs> on another transfer, and everybody's going to hate him because he's this quarterback guru. But then King came out and said, No, 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 I'm just redshirting. I'm coming back next year. He's not hurt. There's no injuries that we know of. I he's literally he's just saying, I'm t-, and that's fair. He may, yeah, he may I, be I, I, don't, I don't buy it. That's, that's a fair point. It could be that he does leave, but All supposedly right. he is sitting out, and that makes, Dana Holgerson, uh, this mad genius, because now we have introduced tanking in college football. <laughs> yeah, which he, is really weird. He took his quarterback and his best wide receiver and convinced them to red shirt and was like, we're going to be better next year. Just wait until next year. Just come back next year. <laughs> we'll get you next year. It's fine. Just take the year off. Relax. Hang out. It's all good. Uh, get healthy. I don't understand. Like this. This was the effect of the transfer portal that I don't think anybody thought of. I think everybody knew that guys were going to redshirt after four games when they sure. got benched and then would transfer out. But this, Which rule, is generally
2: what it had been used for up to this point.
1: Yeah, and now it's this whole new idea of a dude might sit out a year and wait until they have better talent come in next year
2: like I discussed with you though. I mean I just I don't know how often this this actually goes into effect for for guys. Like,
0: well, the biggest rule change was this year you can play or last year you could play four games and then, then redshirt. So if he sees that Houston's isn't going well this year, why waste your year of eligibility? Why not come back and see if you guys can be better than last than the year that you're going to sit out?
2: I suppose, but it just seems like, I don't know. I just feel like these kids have such big egos that going, sitting out and saying, well, all right, the season's a wash after four games, or we're going to be that much better next year based on, you know, projections or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. I just feel like there'll be too many kids that are like, nah. I'm good enough, I'm the missing link, I'm whatever, so I don't need to do this yeah, to, to I think satisfy there's, something. And that's a fair point. I think
1: it's more along the lines of – and and I, I believe that this can only happen at a group of five school. This can't happen at a power conference. You will never see this at Ohio State. Sure, You're never going to see an Ohio State quarterback say, I'll, I'll wait until next year. Mm-hmm. You're never going to see it at Alabama. But you, in these group of five schools, think about US, U, or UCF. Like That's a school that could – stock up talent and end up making a now push for the playoffs. True, you know right. what I mean? Like playoffs, they can make that push based on, hey, if we could just get this quarterback to red shirt and come back next year, man, we're stacked at that point.
2: Yeah. But again, it also has to be the conditions of, you know, that, well, in this case, I guess it's, it he would be a fifth year senior, right? Because he's a senior yeah. going in there. Yeah. So I guess it wouldn't have to be. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just convincing a kid, hey, you're better off waiting until next year. I don't know how how easy of a sell that's gonna be. Just I think the board.
1: it's I think it's super easy if you're at UCF and you lose the pit in week three, and it's like, look, we got no shot at the playoffs. Go ahead and sit out the rest of this year. Next year, we'll go undefeated with you. I mean, this year is a little different for UCF because Brandon Wimbush transferred in, and he's like that. Right. But you tell a younger guy that, and it's like, great, all right, cool. We'll we'll make a playoff push next year. Great, sounds good.
2: I mean, you know, it it it'll be interesting to see how it how it moves forward from here. Like, if this is the start of a trend, or if this is just a one off, or. Right. Whatever. But, but to but
1: Joe's point, I think if, if you do start seeing these payments come in and, and dudes being able to sign with a, a deal, you could see this transfer portal become, it's already, that transfer portal is already nuts. Like, it is wild how many people are get, are moving among teams. Look at the quarterback shuffle just this year. Like, the, the number of quarterbacks that went from a big time program to another big time program was insane this year. You had an Alabama quarterback transferred to Oklahoma. <laughs> For one year for a shot at the Heisman. It yeah. was, you know what I mean? Like, And now you've got the ability to, it, once this goes into effect, all right, well, I'm going to transfer
2: because I can go get paid over here. Unreal, dude. I'm super excited for it. I mean, you know me. At the end of the day, I want chaos. So, <laughs> <laughs> Who breaks first, though? Like, so these –
1: the ncaa has already said that if these laws go into effect those states just won't be allowed to participate so does the ncaa eventually cave and say all right fine you can pay your players whatever and then the rule goes out the window and then then it doesn't require these states to pass these laws because now schools can just do it on their own do they eventually cave or do you think they stick to their guns
2: no they've got to cave because you can't
1: just have what would it take for them to cave this is an existential crisis facing <laughs> college athletics. So what would it take for the NCAA to finally go, okay, fine. Like what's the number of states that it would take for them to finally say. No, I don't think it's the okay. number of
2: states. I think it's the importance of said states. You got California, Texas, Florida, and Ohio. If those, sco- if those states do it. Then it forces their hands because those are big time places where, you know, they've got like lots of schools that are in the conversation and stuff. I mean, if you've just got little states or, you know, states where college football isn't necessarily as big of a deal doing it, then the NCAA can just kind of wave their hand and be like, eh, whatever but california being one of them that's you know pushing that's for huge this cuz you got that's big huge. names like USC, UCLA, yeah, right. Florida and Texas if they pull this too like that's when it's going to start being like, all right we can't stop this from happening we just kind of have to go along so it's going to depend on who does it not start getting start the ML. getting them
1: bets ready for Syracuse cuz if this new york rule <laughs> goes through
2: Syracuse about to be they're going to be stacked <laughs> Right, I mean, like, New York doesn't really move the needle. Like, NCAA, if New York was the only one doing right. this, they'd be like, eh, hey, whatever. South Carolina's an interesting one. Sure. Because that could affect the SEC. Right. Again, and any any Southern, any
1: SEC states that... the And the funny thing that I read about this, too, people that are against this were like, well, you're going to have the teams that can afford to pay these guys just end up being the best teams. And to that I would say... Oh, you mean like we have right now? Like, what would change if Alabama was already like all all of a sudden allowed to pay players? You think Alabama's not gonna be the best school anymore? Oh yeah, no, I mean, like if you just if you just open it up and you were like everybody can play can pay players. It will literally fall exactly how it is now. Oh, yeah. I was going to say,
2: if everybody's paying, then everything will stay the same. Because
1: all it is is those little handshakes that that are under the table now are just, okay, here we go. And you know what? Conspiracy hat coming on, the tinfoil hat. The reason why these states are doing it is because they realize how much money is funneling through to these players already under the table. And they want their cut. They want to be able to tax these kids. They know that they're making money. And they can't get a cut of it because at the end of the day, all states care about. They don't give a. They don't care about the kids. They don't oh, care God about the kids no. making money. Never. They care about them making money. So that's the only reason why states are pushing this now. I think is because they want to be able to tax these kids. And it won't be long until somebody's brought up on tax fraud charges because <laughs> <laughs> some kid is gonna mess the, mess up his. 1099 on his, uh, on his uh, Tax return And he's, he's not going to claim enough He's going to be put in jail for his sophomore year oh, They're going to be like it's alright just
2: redshirt. It's fine you'll be <laughs> out for next season We're going to be better anyways Now you're taking it like To the extreme <laughs> If it goes that far well then Maybe just scrap it all restart <laughs> just Knock it all down
1: Let's talk about a guy who Has really shook up The world a little bit here
2: LaMelo Ball. Everybody forgot that LaMelo Ball existed? (laughs) No, I didn't. And when the story came out, I thought, man, remember all the jokes we had? But I'm pretty sure we even mentioned... Ha! Wouldn't it be funny if he still has some, somehow ended up in the lottery? <laughs> and he, now they're saying he could not only be in the lottery, but the first overall pick. The Wait, number what? one overall pick. Apparently, how Mamello? did he get here? Apparently, he has been balling out in Australia,
1: uh, which I, I'm like, okay, it's Australia. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, is that really? What's against?
2: a good gauge? But these are pro scouts who playing a are bunch are... against a bunch of delis. Right. <laughs>
1: Ah, oh, poor Deli. <laughs> deli
0: would lock him down, okay? The Deli pure, tray pure, would lock him that was, down. It was
1: purely for Joe. <laughs> so you're saying Deli versus Mello one-on-one.
0: Did you not see Delhi shut down Steph Curry? <laughs> Did you not see that?
2: <laughs> yeah, but this is Melo we're talking about. Shut down corner. <laughs> just
0: put him on the island. Clones he got this. Of,
2: clones of Patty Mills and Delhi just <laughs> going up against Lamelo. But Mello's been handling these dudes, and the, it's made
1: the scouts notice. And they have there are people among Ed says and none they, of the Bulls are any good; they're all overrated. I tend to agree. I would agree too, except that there's talk of Mello going number one overall.
2: I can't believe that, though. But I remember his you know his brother was supposed to go number one overall, and then he didn't. I mean, he went true. two, and he's been a disappointment. I still feel like that's going to factor in. It's kind of like the the whole Derek Carr and David Carr thing, where it's like. Yeah, you might be better than your brother, but your brother screwed it up for you, so you're going to fall into the low 20s because we took your brother number one overall and it didn't pan out. So I feel like, yeah, the talk is that he might go number one, but in the end he won't because whoever ends up with that pick is going to be like, nah, I'm good. Are all of those schools that pulled out of play Inspire Academy
1: just like, see, told you, validation. Told you, number one overall pick.
2: He was he a professional. He was a cheat code. <laughs> we weren't playing against that. No way, no how. You guys had your jokes, but who's laughing now? <laughs> I can't, I don't want to. But he l- looked so garbage. Remember when he did it? I was just like, there's nothing there su- that suggests and I know, I he'd even
1: be like, uh-uh a marginal NBA. Player. I know everybody said he was like the best ball brother. Like everybody had talked about right. him being that had the been the discussion. Best. But I never I never considered number one overall, dude. What if the Lakers take him number one overall?
2: That would be oh that would be so <laughs> funny. I'm here for that actually. Please do that. Somehow Lakers get the number one overall oh, pick and take Lakers the ball. Like, we're Mello gonna do this ball, ball thing again. <laughs> we're gonna try this again. Listen, the first one <laughs> swing and a miss, but we're gonna take a mulligan
1: here. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take Lamelo on this one <laughs> uh,
0: until there's like a freak athlete coming from Duke or something like that, and just
1: well, that's a like thing. RJ yeah, Hinton. exactly. Yeah, it, right now the talk is on Lamelo Ball, but I feel like eventually he's gonna fade out. He's not gonna be. This number, there's no way LaMelo Ball goes. But if he, even if he's a lottery pick, that's insane, right? Ed, Ed saying his brother went two and is no good, but I'll stay in my lane. No, Ed, fire away. Get those hot takes out. Uh, I agree with you. I don't think he's going to be that good. I feel like this is fool's gold, but it's just crazy that this is even a topic of discussion. No, it really right is. I don't, I don't understand where this is coming from. Uh, and speaking of NBA, there's... All kinds of tampering that goes on. And you found this one this week, Scott, where the NBA picked a uh this is hysterical seemingly tonight. strange time to take a stance on tampering.
2: Yeah. I mean, and the NBA, I, I, I kind of thought that it, they just made tampering legal because the way things have gone in the past— Fifteen years now with guys teaming up and talking and banana boats and all this other stuff, <laughs> I, it just seemed like well you know tampering's just legal and you know they kind of look the other way it's fine, but the owner for the the Bucks came out and s- just said, hey we're gonna offer Giannis a max deal here in two years when he, he's up for it like which is a shocker to no one. But he I was going to say, publicly, this isn't even, like, yeah. A, it's, it's not a it, surprise. right? He just publicly stated, hey, we're getting ready for when Giannis is up. We're going to offer him a max deal. And, you know, to the NBA's point, it is against the rules. Like, it violates the, the, the letter of the law they have for what you can say and how you can do that. But it seems really weird that now they're going to be sticklers about it when it's a team's own player. Who the owner just casually mentioned something that we all know is going to happen, right. like no big surprise. And they're like, we got to crack down on this. It's not, you know, LeBron. Calling up guys In the middle of games And you know Hugging it out And talking <laughs> at Center court Yeah LeBron with yeah. The, the hand over the <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, you yeah, You coming You coming right You know it's not It's not Kawhi Calling guys And, and orchestrating His free agent moves <laughs> It's the owner You know making this comment Which it just It's really
1: it's normally, weird Normally I'm totally fine With the owner Getting
2: bent over While the players Are, are allowed that's to go thing. free I'm like NBA Don't make me side With the owners <laughs> right? On this one Like this This makes me feel I feel dirty. I don't ever want to like, have the either rich let them white guys, do it
1: and and it's fine, or and they have don't been, let I feel anybody feel like. do it.
2: I feel like they have been. They've been real loose with the whole thing, and now they're like, nope. This is where we take a stand. Over the line, Smokey. Over yeah. the line. <laughs> this, is, this is real. And the, the NBA has been very good about not being this. But this smells like something the NFL would do. Right.
1: And Scott bringing up the great point, can someone explain how your own team can tamper? And that's a great point. And I don't know how that works. What team wasn't going to give Giannis a max deal? Like every team.
2: Every single NBA team right now. Everybody is their like, owner. Yeah, the yeah, Hold a yeah, press no, conference and be like, "Hey, when Giannis is available, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do max deal for him. Max we're deal, offer him max, max deal, like whatever yeah. we can offer." him. Yeah.
1: So your own team can't tamper. It's not like the yeah. Knicks were like, "By the way, we're gonna shuffle some pieces around <laughs> and we're gonna offer Giannis a max deal." Right. And also, these guys are getting moved, and people are like, "Wait, did you just say somebody's getting traded?" And it's like, "Don't worry about, don't worry about, don't worry about it." Don't worry about it. Uh, that I can understand as being uh, an uncouth move, but for your own team to just come out and be like, "Hey, we love this guy, and we want..." want him to stay here forever so we're gonna offer him a max deal uh, of course you are of course you are right. that's not tampering that's just
2: being honest I guess <laughs> yeah that, and that's why I don't understand what the problem is because it's your own player and you're just telling the fans what they already know but just stating it publicly i mean if he had sent an email to somebody would it be would there be a problem what if he just I don't told
1: yannis what if he was just like hey yeah. man, by the way you're getting the max deal offer and then Giannis, and Giannis, Giannis casually is like, mentioned to somebody
2: like hey by the way you know they told me they're going to offer me a max deal oh, oh, that's tampering <laughs> uh, you got proof of that <laughs> we're going to investigate this
1: uh nba with your stupid stupid rules Well, whatever. (laughs) Uh, I want to do a little bit of MLB talk as we're getting close to the end of the show here. Uh, But this story came out this week. So as you know, the Cubs are faltering in their push for the playoffs. Just keep slipping out of that wild card and keep faltering. And part of the reason is because Chris Bryant got hurt, slipped on a wet base and, and hurt himself. Scott Boris came out and said that it's the MLB's fault for not doing more to protect their players when it comes to wet bases which I don't understand what the hell he's talking about. He pointed to Harper getting hurt a couple years ago when he slipped on a wet base and and got hurt, Uh, and then Chris Bryant gets hurt, and he said, what changed between 2017 and now? Nothing. What do you expect to change? Like, it's a wet base. Of course it's going to be slippery. I don't understand I don't understand
2: understand. is he upset because they water the bases and then don't dry them off they get wet in the course of the game and they don't dry them well, off that's like, the thing. I think, what what is, a, what I think is it was a game uh, where it was raining like yeah if, that's I, what i'm saying like if it happens what are they expected it, to do? it it happens I, I don't know there were people where. that floated
1: the idea on twitter that like the mlb should submerge the bases like they do with home plate so it's not like this raised thing and that would cut down injuries but it's still a wet base. You you could still slip on it and get
2: hurt. And they absolutely would if it was lowered or not. Like, I mean, you're just gonna it's a slick surface. Right. You're it's going from yeah. dirt to another surface. And even it if it's you know, not
1: like I I mean, I don't understand what Scott Boris is even getting at here. I feel like he's just grasping at straws to try to point the fingers somewhere to It's try Scott to- Boris, so I mean, when he's
2: talking, I don't I don't believe anything <laughs> he's saying no matter what. I, you know, it's he, he's one of the worst There's a lot of people that sports. are
1: siding with him, though. That are like, yeah, you're right. They're all Cubs Screw fans. Screw the M-A-B-O. Oh, yeah. they, mm-hmm.
2: They've got to be Cubs fans. All in, yeah. The Cubs fans are looking for excuses to why this season didn't go the way they wanted to, and they're like, Scott's right. It's because of wet bases. Nobody would ever <laughs> side with Scott Boris, except for in this case, and their Cubs fans are like, this season has been awful. We've got to blame somebody. <laughs> wet bases. There it is. <laughs> Scott, you're right. We, we we never side with the devil, but on this one we will. So yeah, anybody siding with Scott Boris, uh takes take that with a grain of salt. I mean, I, I don't know what what he wants.
1: Let's get into the last call. <laughs> last call brought to you by Tavor. Just download the Tavor app now and use the code two five eight zero two three on the payments and credit screen before placing your first order. You're gonna get ten dollars off that second order. Stock up your beer fridge today with Tavor. Last call is also brought to you by More Labs. Drink one bo- bottle of morning recovery while you're partying and bounce back quickly the next morning. Guaranteed. I can vouch for this after this weekend, that Notre Dame game Saturday night. I drank a lot of bourbon, <laughs> had a morning recovery. I woke up and I was fine until I got the stomach flu, <laughs> and then it was over, and I was
2: hurting after that. Oh, it was must have been the weekend for that. I got food poisoning Saturday night. It was the worst. that was uh, yeah, a crappy weekend for all of us. <laughs> literally, more, more labs wasn't helping <laughs> with that though. Like there was nothing anybody could do. It just was awful. But when you're ready
1: to party uh, and you need to be able to wake up the next morning, it is guaranteed. Just go to morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS at checkout, and you're going to get 20% off your non-subscription purchase. This week's beer, we had Cumulus Tropicalis IPA. Very fancy-sounding beer, uh, and I just realized this is a cloudy New England IPA, and the beer name is Cumulus Tropicalis. Ah, ah, yeah. You just realized it too. I didn't. I didn't catch it the first time around. I didn't Joe's,
2: Joe's shaking his head at me because I'm a dummy. But yeah. No, I didn't, didn't even didn't register. Science class did not click nope, until nope. just now when you said that. I was like, that. this is a
1: weird name for a right. beer. Uh, oh, clouds. <laughs> Strange clouds. This
2: beer is so good. It it mm-hmm. holds up. There's no bite whatsoever to this IPA. No. None. Well, and. I don't. I can't remember if it was you or if somebody said something about it on the show last week when it was just like, or a couple weeks ago when we had finished with Sour Month and we went to that IPA and I was just like not really feeling it. Yeah. And I yeah. said, no, it's just because I just I'm not feeling the flavor of it. I just, you know, I. As much as we've grown in our IPA ness and, and expanded our palates, and you know, there's still going to be some where I'm like, no, I, j- I just don't like this beer, and that and that's okay. But these New England ones, these hazy ones, these one, you know, the milkshake ones, these are my jam. So anytime I see New England hazy or uh, milkshake, sign me up because they they never disappoint.
1: And this one delivers on. All of the flavors it says it does. It is absolutely so fruity. Uh, just a fantastic beer. Sneaky six point five percent. Like you would not know that there is a six point five percent
2: ABV on this beer. No, it doesn't taste boozy whatsoever. Not it that six point five should, but it just I mean it doesn't taste I like mean, there's it, any booze. Yeah, in it's, it really. it's
1: like I'm drinking juice. Yeah. Like a really cloudy juice. Uh, Joe, final word on this one. What'd you think of Cumulus Tropicalis
2: IPA? Very good. Oh man, that's how you Show know that beer very. is that's
1: how you know this beer is delicious, with Joe saying very we good. had a bounce
2: back week for the beer, that's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Poor Jersey Longhots. I feel bad, but it's just not good. <laughs> like, I, should, I don't. I don't know what it to You're say. You're not gonna
1: like every beer, and that's fine.
2: The but point I feel of the like we've liked,
1: trying new beers. I know, but I feel
2: like we've liked every beer but that one, or at least one of us. Or we can find some redeeming qualities. That was the first one we all walked away like, no,
1: yeah, Our no.
2: We've we've liked an awful lot of beers
1: uh. on this show. <laughs> There has been, it's been hard to find a beer that we
2: don't like or can't find something that we like about it.
1: Um, I am interested to see how our question of the week has shaken out. And, and apologies for getting up late. Uh, it was it was uh, one of those things where we were getting ready, we were rushing, and we went, oh, no, we forgot to put that up. So <laughs> it only went up like 10 minutes before showtime, so I'm sure the numbers are not that uh, I'm sure the votes are not that crazy right now but this week we wanted to know is it a deal breaker for you if college athletes are getting paid Scott your final word on the the paying players are you still going to watch college football let me ask you this let me pose it to you this way because you're not that big of a college football fan would this change how you watch college football if you knew the players were getting paid the, the players
2: were getting paid no
1: so you're still just randomly tuning it in, not yeah, really no, trying I to mean I, I don't
2: care I, I mean if they're getting they, they should be getting paid. I mean, pay everybody who generates money, period. I mean, pay high schoolers. You know, they, they whoa,
1: whoa, card. whoa! High schoolers should not be making money off of their likeness. I mean, nobody. This comes is
2: garbage. Right. I draw the line. <laughs> like, What's next? Yeah, grade schoolers getting paid? No, nobody <laughs> pays. To, you know, you're paying to see the players play play the game. So why shouldn't the players be getting paid? And it doesn't. It, it, you know, we we were sitting there joking about it before the show. It's like it doesn't affect anything on the field. The game is still the game, whether or not somebody's, you know, bank account is getting bigger or whatever, you know, I I don't see why they shouldn't be, especially in light of the school's making so much money, the coaches making so much money. Like, if they all weren't making money hand over fist, then okay, fine, you know, whatever. But when it's millions and millions of dollars for the schools and the coaches, I just don't understand how anybody could be adamantly against the players getting some of that. I am in the ability to get some of it. I'm that. in the same mindset, and especially the way it's
1: been proposed by these states, where it won't even affect the schools, except in New York, where they have to pay 15% of their ticket revenues. But it won't even affect the schools in most cases. If you just let a dude go out and sign an endorsement deal, uh, go ahead and pimp, pimp himself out for some car dealership <sighs> right. or some company in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Local sandwich place. Go for it, bro. Do you? <laughs> (laughs) Do those crazy commercials I would love That's the other thing I want this to happen Just because I want The awkward commercials That are gonna come from this I want the athletes
2: I love love awkward Local sponsorships For athletes They're the best Think
1: about like Those weird furniture Store commercials That are always on At like 3 o'clock In the morning But now you have A college athlete Doing it Yeah
2: Oh sign me up Who you know Doesn't use the product Just endorsing it Yeah Just like
1: an (laughs) offensive lineman Who's just like I love Stan's furniture (laughs) When I break beds, I come to stands <laughs> for a new one. That is the sign me all the way up. Uh, no, it is not a deal breaker. I would 100% continue to watch yeah, college athletics the same way you, I do now.
2: Yeah, I just don't understand how it could bother you that much. I really don't. But it, I'm it, interested like, to you're see. Weird person if it does. I
1: feel like this should be 100% to zero. Joe, yeah, it's how do these close. votes play out?
0: America has voted. 83% say no if college athletes get paid. In the light, they don't care. In I mean, the
1: light. <laughs> 17%. 17% of the voters would be furious if college athletes were getting paid. 17% of our viewers were How much were like, do you hate yourself? You know what? I feel like... People may have been confused by this (laughs) because it's one of those where if you vote yes, it's actually a vote for no. And you can't – like everybody's all – they're like, the black is white, up is down,
2: cats and dogs (laughs) living together. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It just – it's a weird stance to have if you're against them getting paid. If
1: you are one of those people who don't think college athletes should be paid – Go to your job tomorrow and tell them not to pay you. To, well, I mean, think about the the freedom of somebody to be able to start up a podcast and get a sponsorship on that podcast, but then some other entity comes in and says, no, 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 you can't do that because you're a college football player. How is that fair? How is that fair to, to that person whatsoever? I mean, it's just in general. It's like that punter who had his YouTube
2: account shut down
1: like just why
2: it's just in general think about it if you do anything anything that you can make a profit off of it doesn't matter what it is i mean if you were making if you had a pb and j sandwich stand set up the ncaa says no you're not allowed to make money off of that how ludicrous is that
1: let's take let's stick with college athletes for a second let's take sports out of it completely somebody has a literary course they write a short story it's a fantastic story they can sell it to a magazine to get it published, but they're not allowed to make money on it. <laughs> like it just How does that make sense? Right. That yeah. doesn't make sense yeah. whatsoever. So there's no reason why a college athlete shouldn't be able to make money off of his own name and his own work that he that he does. Exactly. This has been a good show, man. It's been a lot of fun to oh, okay. argue. and uh, I
2: like how we argued just really don't with want to nobody because we had the same. I know. I just don't want to throw next week. That's all. Let's just Please, <laughs> please, Bengals. Help a brother out. <laughs> just cover a spread. I don't care. Don't, you don't have to win. Just cover a spread, man. It's, it's never of good when
1: you're banging on the Bengals,
2: baby. <laughs> I know. That's a, that's a trouble. And that means I have to wait until Monday night. I won't see most of that oh. game because I'll be in bed. So I'm going to wake up
1: wondering whether or not I have to throw. Well, we'll be breaking down that game on Cincinnati style. You can catch that show coming out on Friday. In the meantime, follow us at Craft B Sports. You can follow Scott at Scotty K underscore junior. Follow me at Mike Berlon. Follow Joe at Joe Goalie 4. If you got any sweet hot takes, hit up the drunk line four four zero thirty seven drunk. Leave a message with those sweet hot takes. Uh, we'll play them on the air. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for sharing the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, shout out 12 on Sports Radio. We'll see you guys next week. Cheers, everybody.
2: Peace. We out.